Okay, friends. So today we are reading a story called Cartouche. And this story was written by Stephen Cosgrove and it's illustrated by Robin James. And this is an older story. It's been around for a while. So I can't wait to see what um, what this story is all about. But the artwork, friends, is something else. It is, um, it's very interesting, um, the images that go with this story. And I'll post them on my, on my Instagram so you can see as we're going through what these things look like. So um, today's story, Cartouche, is read by Mommy and and famous painter. Oh, do you specialize in any kind of art? Kind of looks like you're doing some abstract art right now. Is that what you're thinking? Well, it means that you're not following any specific uh, form when you create that art. So like if you were doing like a landscape, um, it would make it, you would try to make it look like the land. Or if you were going to do a portrait, you would try to make it look like a specific person or thing. But if it's abstract, you're just kind of creating art as you go. You're making a city. Fascinating. Well, shall we read this story and then you can continue making your city afterwards? Okay. Cartouche. Here we go. A time or two ago, in a country corner of the forest, lived a dozen or so small creatures called furry Eiffels. The Eiffels were chubby little animals covered from head to toe with long fuzzy fur and two of the largest eyes you have ever seen. Now all day long they would walk along the many trails of the forests with their wide eyes open looking for beautiful things to see and sometimes they would stop for hours and hours just to gaze at a mountain bathed in morning sunshine. Well, that reminds me of us when we go on our morning walks. Do you know how I'm always saying, look at the mountains, they're so beautiful. Yeah, that's us, isn't it? Are we Eiffels? I had no idea this whole time that we were Eiffels. They were known to sit on the beach and stare at their mirrored reflections in the lake. And once in a while, a glistening fish would splash on the surface, making ripples in the water and the furries would roll about in fits of laughter as their faces danced about the lake. Mm, that's what reflections do, right? Yeah. When you get, if, if you have a reflection in the water and then you move the water, the reflection will also look like it's moving. In the evening time, as all was getting dark, they would carefully gather twigs and sticks with which to make a fire. As the blackness of night settled about them, they would gaze forever at the stars in the sky or simply watch the dying embers of the fire. Beauty was all around them, and they never missed seeing anything. Can I just say, I would love to be an Eiffel. I would love to look for beauty 
in everything. I, everywhere we go, I would love to look for beauty in things. And I bet you if we look for beauty, we can find it. Do you want to do that with me? Yeah, of course. Now, uh oh, look at this. But even with the furry Eiffels, there were problems. For you see, the furries were so afraid of not seeing something that was beautiful that they never closed their eyes and never went to sleep. And now this, all this just caused the furry Eiffels to be grumbly and grouchy. So you know as well as I do that if you don't get some sleep, you can be awfully cranky and sometimes downright mean. Now, at least once a day, one of the furries who wasn't looking where he was going would bump into another furry. And before you could say furry Eiffel four times, there would be a fluffy pile of furries all grumbling and mumbling at each other and nobody saying, I'm sorry. Well, accidents happen. We know that, don't we? And we know what it's like to accidentally trip and fall or bump into someone. Oh boy. Well, things could have gone on like this forever had not one, had not it been for one small furry who stopped to watch a bright green snake who was wrapped around the stem of a flower. Now all the other furry eyeballs crowded around the stem to see what he was looking at and they bustled and shoved and grumbled and growled at each other as the beautiful little snake wound softly to the top of the flower. Who's there? He asked quietly as his tongue flicked gently about and tasted the air. Would you look at that? said one of the furries. That snake is blind, for he has no eyes with which to see. Words of pity rang out from the furry Eiffels. He's blind. He can't see. And oh, you poor, poor snake. Well, said the snake, my name is and I would hardly call myself poor. But you must be poor, one of them said, for you cannot see all the riches of this beautiful forest. Ah, said Cartouche, beauty is not just in seeing things. It's so, in touching and feeling and hearing things. And with that, Cartouche listened very quietly and heard the beautiful forest growing in the warm spring air. Well, the furry Eiffels were not to be outdone by a green snake. So, they began listening very hard to hear this beauty. But once again, somebody slipped, or maybe he was pushed, or and grumbling and mumbling, they all started all over again. Cartouche listened around and then laughingly said, You call me poor, for I cannot see. Yet you must be poorer, for you cannot hear. Oh, yes, we can, they said. Just listen to this. And with that, 
They tried with all their might to listen to the beauty around them, but somebody coughed, somebody sneezed, and then somebody banged somebody on the knees, and everybody started grumbling and mumbling again. It's no use, said one of the furries. We'll never be able to listen. None of us ever gets any sleep because we're afraid we might miss something beautiful. And because we don't get any sleep, we'll always be grumbly. And because we're grumbly, we'll never get to hear anything beautiful. Cartouche smiled a secret smile and slid down the flower to the grass below and wound himself up on a tall mushroom. Gather around, he whispered, and I shall teach you how to listen. All the furry eyefuls crowded about, trying to get closer to the emerald snake. Now, all of you, said Cartouche, sit very quietly and softly close your eyes. So the furry sat down with a bump on the grass, and after squirming around for a little bit, they all, one by one, began to close their eyes and listen. I can hear it, exclaimed one. I can hear something beautiful. And sure enough, off in the distance, each one of them began to hear the soft, quiet beauty of an evening cricket. And do you know what crickets sound like? Yep, they chirp. Chirp, chirp, chirp. Yep. Keep listening, said Cartouche, and you will not only feel the wondrous things around you, but in your mind you will dream of all the beauty you have seen today. And one by one the furries gently fell asleep as the sounds of evening wove their dreamlike spell. Cartouche listened to the soft sounds of night around him and thought, I may not be able to see with my eyes. But I can see all that I need to see when I listen with my mind. And with that, he fell fast asleep. And the moral of the the story is this. You may see all that is around you, but you may feel nothing at all. So try and close your eyes so tight and listen to the nighttime fall. You know, I like this story. I like it because sometimes there are things that are happening that we can't see with our eyes. We have to see them with the inside eyes, with our ears, and the other senses that we have. And when we listen and pay attention, we might get to explore a whole new place. And that's a pretty cool thing, isn't it? Yeah. And it is also, you want to say it with me? The end. Oh, the the famous artist is so busy. He's signing autographs. I'm afraid he cannot say the end with me.
the end. Yeah? Oh, that's it. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's on a lunch break. Oh, okay. Enjoy your lunch break then now, sir. The end.